Did you really <laughs> ghost? I did say one. ghost. I did. He counted us off one, two, three, ghost. I did. It's a strange evening. Mercury is in retrograde right now, guys. So, uh, things God damn it. are weird. I feel like Mercury has been in retrograde for the past, like... All of your life? Ten months, at <laughs> least. At least, babe. <laughs> I mean, I feel it. I definitely feel it. So... Yeah, but, I'm just trying yeah. to... When is it out of metro, retro, metrograde? Metrograde? Metrograde. <laughs> that sounds like a really cool, like, gay bar in the city. Metrograde. Metrograde. <sighs> we should trademark it. I think so. I like it. I like it. Metrograde. When, um, is, when is it out of... When is Mercury out of retrograde? Um, It's here for a few days. I think it's like... I know it started, I think, on the 22nd. Mm. So... Maybe like 26th or 27th. I'm Honey, not I'm going to need Miss Mercury to get her ass about a, on a retrograde, please. Thank y'all. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not it's not going well. I'm dying. If you can't hear, I'm sure you can hear. Um, I am very ill. <laughs> um, I'm so sick that I went to the doctor, which is... Not a usual thing that happens with me. No, and let me let me be here to tell you guys, like, if she goes to the doctor, shit is real. Yeah, like, probably I'm like, like, there's a limb that's not attached if I'm going to the doctor. So I actually went, I broke down, I've been sick for like a week or so. Um, like, essentially right after last episode, I got sick. Right after we recorded. And I kept, like, downing, like, this super severe, like, mega Robitussin that'll, like, bring you back from the dead. And, like, popping all these, like, pills and over-the-counter stuff to try to, like, feel better. And it just wasn't working. And yesterday, like, my head was hurting so bad. So I... I went to the doctor, I, I broke down and actually went to like a prime care or whatever. And they told me that my oxygen level was like 96. 96? No, it was like 93. Yeah, it was Shit. not good. Yeah. So it, I think the first time they tested it, it was 90. And then they were like, take some deep breaths. And then it was 93. And they were like, um, and so she, she, my doctor mentions this offhand to me, like just very casually as a concern and i was like well what what's it supposed to be totally genuinely and she was like um 100 100 <laughs> <laughs> ma'am 100 <laughs> totally unironically is just like a uh, 100 but she couldn't blame me for you know being a little slow to pick up on things because clearly i'm not properly oxygenated maybe you need to go to one of those little oxygen bars have you heard about Maybe. those? Maybe. Little... Oh, yeah. I heard about those a couple of years ago. They were like a big thing. It's a little weird to me. Like, I mean, I would it's go. It's very dystopian to me to like, let's go to an oxygen bar. You know what I mean? Like, I don't but know. But they it's say a you get high. Like, you, you, like, it's like really pure oxygen. And so you get like super high and turn into like a Superman and like shit heals. So one of the treatments for like when they do surgery is they'll put you in an oxygen. Um, what do they call it? It's not an oxygen tank. It's like a, they put you in like this room and then they pump it full of like 100% oxygen and it actually like heals your body quicker hmm. and like makes you slightly superhuman. 
Sounds good to me. Right? So, like, I feel like if you went to oxygen bars, like, you might be healthier. I wonder if the, uh, DC is bound to have one of those somewhere. We should, I'm sure. We, we should, should look maybe into look it. it up. I mean, I would go. I don't. I won't smoke hookah, but I'll like. I'll do an oxygen bar. Yeah, that sounds pretty I'll, cool. I'll smoke oxygen. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't introduce fire anywhere in that situation. No, that would be a quick Highly way flammable. to. That'd be a quick way to introduce yourself to our topic for the day, wouldn't it? Oh, I see what you did there. That was very clever. <laughs> it was very clever. So today, so you know on The Haunted Heart, we like to talk about the macabre. We like to talk about darker subjects. Yeah, last week, last week we uh, gave you some, you know, uh, kids killing their parents. Good old, yeah. just, you know, hits right at the core of what we are mm-hmm. here, at the, here at The Haunted Heart. You know, we just really like to, you know, just go all out. Right, so we figured we would strip it back to basics this week, and we would um, go for a topic that is um, near and dear to our hearts, and that is death itself. yes. Specifically, the worst ways to die. Do you, what, what would be your, what would be the worst way to die? I think science probably has answered this. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a scientific answer for the worst way to die. I actually, I actually searched for that. They had, there were a couple, but no definitive specific, like the ones that you think would be on there, like starvation is on there and, yeah. um, uh, crucifixion is on there, which is a really terrible way. Um, but for me, like there's always been, I've thought about it, um, a lot this week to try to like triangulate what, what my specific worst way would be and i think it would be drowning Mm. anything involving drowning just like i think it's because maybe like as a kid um there was this one time when i was at a water park and there was like the wave pool and like you can go into the wave pool this was the 90s so like there was no law um (laughs) there was no order there was only chaos only chaos so you could go into the wave pool and it was like this one big area um, that they had like sectioned off and they had like one of those little pool, like those shitty little pool ropes that doesn't even go all the way down. It just sits on top of the water um, to section off where people would go into the wave pool like just themselves and like swim and then the section with the rafts. Mm-hmm. So the problem with that is that the little rope, the cute little rope thing, lays on top of the water. And when a big wave comes and knocks you under the water, and then you are pushed under the rope to the raft section, then you can't come up because the entire surface of the water is blocked with rafts. And that's exactly what happened to me when I was a kid. And, like, I remember that panic of, like, trying to come up for air and not being able to to get any um and i mean luckily i was able to like push somebody off of their raft and like you were able to save your life by killing someone i mean i was able to fight my way out of it but like it was like that moment of panic where you don't think that you're gonna breathe again was so like i still remember that feeling um so 
for me, I think anything involving like a drowning death. Would and be. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm gonna tell you what I know: those wave pools, mm-hmm. the rough cement floor right. that was like not smooth at all, despite no. being like constantly moved, like being you know like worn down by worn water, down like by water think, and yeah, waves. No. You would think it would be smooth, no. Blood everywhere. It Every was like time the ceiling of a house out. in the seventies. Like, it's it like was so right. It was like hateful. someone took like a really bad jagged popcorn ceiling. Yes, and it had that same texture. Uh huh. And put water in it and said, "Here you go, swim in this with your bare Playing feet." Play this nineties child. Have fun. Absolutely awful. Have fun. I remember those scrapes. God. And the blood. Yeah. I remember the blood. I remember the blood. I feel like mine's kind of mine's kind of the same. Drowning. Yeah, like yeah. it's and I can see why that would be um I can see why we would probably both feel that way, but drowning is what I immediately go to right. when I think about it because um or or. I think my problem with drowning is that, like, you're con. I feel like, from what I've read about it, you're conscious a lot of the time. Whereas with some of the other deaths, like with um, fire and things like and explosions and things like that, like you, your nerve endings are damaged pretty quickly. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily you, you're not in pain for as long. I feel like, or you pass out due to smoke inhalation or right, whatever. Right. But like with drowning, I feel like it's like you have those few moments of like it's more sheer mental panic. than that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're more. It's totally mental because thing. you're drowning. It's water, so it's quiet first right. of all. Right. And the and only isolating. thing that you can hear is your own body trying to gasp for air. Yeah. Um, and it's very much that sort of like you said, isolated feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had to say one, it would probably be drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, but a close one, and depending on the day, might be the first, might, might get the number one spot, um, would be falling to my death. Mm. Really? Yeah. Um, there's something that's like, I don't know, there's something about... It's weird because I'm not necessarily afraid of heights. Like, I can be on a plane and be perfectly fine. Um, but when it's like, if I'm on a building mm-hmm. and I'm like, just the thought of like falling, I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah. The thought of just like, like there. falling it's to your death um, just really sends a bad chill up my spine. I don't know. And I, I hear that they say that you uh, more than likely, like, pass out before you would ever hit the ground, depending on where you, you know, on where you fall from. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think that was disproven, though. Like, I know that used to be a thing, but um, I was reading an article about that, and I think that's actually been disproven, that you don't pass out as much, you don't pass out as soon as, like, 
they people say that you pass out. Yeah, that's why you're awake from more of it than you think. When we were talking on the episode about uh, sleep disorders and all of that, and you mentioned that girl that fell asleep on the crane, yeah, and like waking up and then like, oh my god, like that's what was so horrifying to me because there's something about like, okay, yes, drowning is awful, but you know, there's always, I guess, a sliver of chance depending on the situation that you may be revived after. You know what I mean? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can. Like in the abyss when Ed Harris beat that woman back you to know, life. Somebody, that is yeah. one of my all-time favorite movie scenes. <laughs> if I ever, if I ever am deceased, like I need you to, like just straddle me Ed Harris style and just beat the shit out of me and uh-huh. curse at me until I come back to life. Right. I mean, Please do. I feel like it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna work. There's out. always that chance, but I feel like with falling to no, your you're death, done. You're, you're done. Yeah, you're like done. you're just like yeah. that's okay. Game over. Yeah. Literally game over at that point. Yeah. You're Mario when you fall off the into the. Yeah, there's something about I'm not as I'm not as scared of that. Personally, um, like that's not a big phobia for me. Mostly because I just avoid super tall buildings and don't stand in front of things that people could push me off of. But like the subway, I Oh get yeah, I always think about so, that. So Yeah. Like I was when we were in DC this past weekend, I was telling everyone like how um just nervous and anxious I get like when I yeah. when I I have like I have to walk the furthest away because I just feel like I'm going to fall in. Yeah. And it still goes back to falling for some reason, but like I don't know. Well, that's a different thing because there's a massive train that's going to just completely splatter you. Yeah. But there's still, it's still that same idea of like falling yeah. off of something. So I'm not really sure what that has to do psychologically yeah. with me. I'm sure it's somewhere in there. Buried deep. <laughs> well, buried deep, real deep in there. Watching that, like seeing people fall is an issue for me. Like, um, I'm like, as I'm sure everybody is, but like one of the things that was so haunt, I, I think that goes back to being a kid during September 11th because mm-hmm. like what was the, one of the most haunting things from that whole day. And it was a whole day of just absolute terror. Um, but what, has stuck with me so much and what's like the thing that just like still to this day will like trigger a a reaction in me still um were the jumpers on on that day and that like that image is something that's kind of like burned in my brain and even though it's not something that I particularly the falling thing isn't like a thing for me but it's like oof, it's always that's always like horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I definitely agree. I was going to yeah. mention that too. So. Yeah, but I think. So what way would you, know you to prefer we... to die, though? Oh gosh. Um, like, if you could pick a way to go, what way? I mean, other than the obvious of like, in your bed asleep. <laughs> um. I would have to say. Maybe by dysentery on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> you want to die of dysentery on the Oregon Trail? How awesome would that be? <laughs> no, it's actually horrible. <laughs> it's actually 
quite terrible. But do you remember that, though? Like, being in school and, like, you have to play the Oregon Trail game and it's like, you die of this horrible disease of dysentery or, I like, do. whatever. Yeah. I uh, was really mad. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> that's, like, where you shit yourself to death, right? Yes, yes. You, you just shit yourself until you have no... I think you dehydrate yourself, actually. Like, I think that's how you actually die, is you just dehydrate your body. Because that's why they always tell you, like, when you have stomach flu and stuff like that, is to stay hydrated is the main the main thing, because you can get super dehydrated. Just, I'm going to tell you what, just poison me in, like, a very nice Send you way. Out that way. Just yeah. in a very nice way. Give me a nice meal that's going to be warm, taste good, let it... Let me at least finish it first. Yeah. Before it happens. So something that maybe take that's a little slow, but then just sort of like put you out. And just turn. I mean, unless it's going to be like violent and I'm like convulsing and you know, I got yeah. foam coming from my mouth. That might be a different story, but you know. Yeah, no, nothing like that. No. Probably that. Probably yeah, that. What about yeah. you? I think I would want to be. I think I would want to be just, just smothered <laughs> in all of the all of my favorite male celebrities until you just die. Until I just want to pile them on top of myself until I just can't breathe. So death by crushing. No, I, I in my head it's more it's more smothering, but maybe yeah, just a just a pile of beautiful bodies, and at the bottom myself, passing away into the ether. <laughs> well, so listen, you're passing away to a bunch of gorgeous, you know, men, and I'm I'm kicking the bucket while I'm having my favorite meal. So yeah, I mean, I feel like it says a lot about how we lived. I, I think so too. You I know. think so too. And uh, by the way, I'm not even going to uh, tell you guys about. Well, I guess I am about the uh, glorious look that she gave me when I talked about poisoning because I think that's how she's trying. To, she's going to kill me, and that's her plan. So, I mean, be on the lookout. It's just good to know that you're on the same page. <laughs> it's good to know that you're on the same page with how I'm going to kill good you. Good to know that you're okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. As long as it's a good meal. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I would, I would do you right. That's I'd get good. you good. I'd get you a Cornish hen. A nice Cornish hen. Make it interesting. Make it really interesting. No, I would get you steak. I would get you I would get you that, nice rib that good ribeye. Give me a good ribeye. I mm-hmm. would. And I would get you the au jus sauce. Maybe I can die in like that tele, in like a telephone video where everybody's just eating their food and then it's just like, oh, yeah. <gasps> and they just pass out. Yeah. In a stylistic dance video yep. mode. Please, if you kill me that way, please do that. Okay. I'll arrange it. I'll call Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. We're on it. That's very, uh, that, that'll be very creative. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you know, though, that sort of segues into my topic for this evening, uh, is uh, the Persians and their crazy, very ancient ways very creative ways uh that they have been known to kill people was that a segue or are we just calling it a segue i'm calling it a okay. segue <laughs> i'm, but I'm that just ma- trying to figure out but, how we got 
But that makes that it a segue. A segue. But that, that makes, makes it, it a segue. segue. You I, just call it one. I call it a it's segue. Fine. That makes it a segue. It's trash fine. talent. Trash trash talent. Yes, exactly. We do what we want here on this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> it's that's the like truth. a subtitle. It's the truth. All right. Tell That's us about the caption the- for this, this week's episode. <laughs> In episode so, six, we do what what we want mm-hmm. on this motherfucking podcast. Exactly. So one of the most famous uh, ways to die, or I guess uh, infamous ways, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called um, The Boats. Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever heard about that? No. So... Um, so it's probably the best known out of all of their punishments. Um, and, you know, you can't, like, you can't really compare this to anything else. Like, it's kind of like, it's its own little, it's its own really, really, really shitty way to die. Okay. Um, so, and it was typically reserved for the people that the king at the time or whoever was sentencing, sentencing the punishment really hated. Like... If this was that fucking bitch that cut you off on the road with the Maryland license plate, mm-hmm. this yes. is what you would say. This is the punishment that you okay. would give. Oh, I'm ready. Because, you know, I, I, I Maryland our, and I, we have a difficult relationship. We, Any listeners from Maryland, we love you. We hope you're not driving right now. Or maybe ever? No. No. I'm just kidding. We just have really bad experiences with Maryland yes. drivers up here in yeah. D.C. And, I'm, yes. and, you know, they probably say the same thing about us. But, I mean, probably so. But what? But literally every time you're on the road and something crazy happens, like a van tries to, at a stoplight, at a dead stop, get four lanes over so that they can make a left turn because they just realized that they want to do that, and they end up blocking three lanes of traffic with their van... It's always going to be a Maryland tag. I have never been proven wrong. Yep. I've been all the way in North Carolina and, and have been in that shit. And then look. It's true. It's a Maryland tag. There's photographic evidence. He oh. literally texted me. So, um, so yeah, this is, uh, you would save this for, uh, for them. Uh, so the victim would be stripped naked. And then I mean, I'm into be, it so far. Okay, all right. <laughs> no. They'd be stripped naked, and then they would be placed inside of uh, a hollowed out, either a tree trunk or two boats, hence the name The Boats. Oh, okay. So they'd be stripped naked, and then they would lay them in the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. And they would um, cut holes... Uh, or they would make it so that their their heads, their hands, and their feet were exposed. And then they would cover the rest. Oh, so it's like a banana costume, but made out of boats. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> In my head, that's what I'm seeing. So they would be exposed to the sun. So then they would be force-fed milk and honey until the concoction gave them i mean i'm not mad at it yet like i'm trying to figure out (laughs) well i mean the boats are a little weird but like i'm cool with the milk and honey so yeah but apparently that mixture if you have a lot of it causes really bad diarrhea so they would be force-fed milk and honey uh and until they uh literally became buried in their own filth because they would cover that part of the body because remember the only parts that are sticking out are your head is your head, your hands, and your arms. 
And so they would put another boat on top of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're laying there, essentially shitting yourself. And they would keep doing it. They would keep force-feeding you milk and honey. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's part one. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the torturers would take the said honey, rub it all over the exposed parts of the body uh, to lure over insects. And they would typically do this uh, near uh, water, you know, so you're literally in the boat mm-hmm. and they would, you know, push you out. Mm-hmm. They would rub your, bo- uh, rub your exposed parts with the honey to lure over insects. So bugs would crawl over the convict and then slowly eat away at their flesh while wasps would agonize with their stingers and mm-hmm. all sorts of manner of bugs and just nastiness would just just crawl I mean also all there's the fact you. that you're covered in honey which is just awful to begin with uh-huh. like I was the kid who couldn't eat like I couldn't eat the french toast sticks in grade school because I didn't I could not deal with like the Even, boxed yeah. maple syrup like the sticky fingers uh-huh oh yeah to this day it's my least favorite thing about children like the sticky fingers thing if I ever have children, I'm going to, like, wipe their hands with a wet wipe, like, every five seconds. I will be Howard Hughes on those children's hands. Mm-hmm. So, and then they would keep doing this. So, like, this was a prolonged thing. So, this wasn't, like, like the milk and the honey kept you alive because, uh, you know, just like enough nutrition, because it's yeah. nutrition. So, you wouldn't die of hunger. But I'm surprised you get dehydrated from, like... Well, but see, that was, yeah, I mean, that was kind of like the the slow part of it because the milk sort of alleviated, like, you know what I mean? Like it helped a little bit, but in the end was still killing you. Yeah. So, um, and then after a few days, you know, a lot of it was psychological. So the victim's mind would start to deteriorate, but he would still be alive. And like I said, it could take weeks before they would finally give out and die. Um. The first time this was happened, it took 17 days of agony and praying for death before the victim's prayers were finally answered. 17 days? 17 days. And did, does it say if, like, the victim and I think it died because of the torture that. or if they just put him out of his misery? It doesn't say. I think mm. he probably died, like... Mm. Um, but, yeah, so that's, like, that's, like, the most famous one is the boats. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Persians. they were very, they were very creative. Um, there was another one that was really sort of, uh, I guess brutal would be the word. Metal, some people might Metal. say. Metal! <laughs> yes. Um, so, this one, uh, was actually, uh, f- for us. This happened to a specific, uh, this happened to one person. Um, so this Persian judge was... You know it's bad, because they did it to that one guy, and then they were like, oh, oh, yeah. we shouldn't... Well, nobody... Well, once they did it, nobody ever... Oh, we shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah. So nobody... Yeah. You know it's bad, because they felt bad enough about it but he not to even do, do it again. He didn't even do anything that was, like, that Really that bad. bad? What did he do? He just... He, he accepted a bribe. Oh... But he was a judge, and he accepted a bribe. Mm. So 
the king was absolutely determined to make an example of him. So, you know, because as a judge, you should be fair, right? And impartial. Um, so he was going to make sure that the next judge would not follow suit. So he was killed, but that's just, that was the start. So Oh, so he was dead when it happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, he that's was cool. killed, but, mm, okay. I mean, it's cool that he was his, dead. His throat was slit. Uh, and then he was fillet, he, his skin was uh, flayed. Uh, every bit of skin he had was flayed, and they made them into strips of human leather. So then he had them sew together a chair made of this judge's skin. Oh, okay, Ed Gein. Okay, uh-huh. Ed Gein. I so see you. From you then doing? on, the new judge would have to sit on a chair made of human flesh. Uh-uh. They gave it to the new guy? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Here's the kicker. The replacement was that guy's own son. Oh, man. So he had to preside over all of Persia's trials and had to sit on a chair made of his father's flesh. Man, that is a bummer. How fucking metal. (laughs) I mean... That is brutal. That's intense. That's like very... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Would you... Would you accept a bribe? Would what you even take? Who, would you even apply for that job? First of all, I mean, right? <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I, can you imagine like showing up for your first day of work, like ready to go? <laughs> Here we are, and like you know how you like have that awkward situation where if you, um, at least like, I mean, my office is really tiny, so if anybody in our office was replaced, like it would just be like. There's always that awkward situation where you're coming into somebody else's shoes and you're like hoping that you, you know, fill their shoes and that you, you know, measure up to however great they were or what have you. Can you imagine like like walking in and being like, here's the chair we made of the last person who had this job. Holy shit. Exactly. Here's what happened to the last person that failed. Oh my god, I would be like gone so fast. Uh-uh. And especially it being your father. I mean, that's like... terrible. I That's feel awful. like, and they were so like there are so many like, I just don't I don't like I don't know what was going on, like, like who came up with these but like, they were really bad at like, like they would pour like molten gold down people's throats. That just seems like a waste of gold. They didn't care. Uh, they would uh, oh, and then another really bad way was um, they would. Uh, um, put you in this huge, um, like hollow tower that was filled with nothing but ashes and it had wheels, mm-hmm. uh, in it. Um, mm-hmm. and at the top was a sliding pl- uh, platform and the criminal would be taken to it and thrown in. So he would be thrown in this huge hollow tower of ashes and would plummet down into the center. And, you know, obviously if you fall, like he probably, they probably broke some bones. Um, but the ashes would keep them, you know, alive long enough to suffer a more slower, more brutal death. So they would then turn the wheels, um, into motion, swirling the ashes around to force them into the convict's nose and mouth, where he would then inhale them and suffocate on the burned ashes until he died. That sounds awful. Uh Uh-huh. 
that that kind of brings into play some of like your fear of like falling and stuff uh-huh. like that. It's kind of plummeting like a through of ashes both. is like. Whew. It's kind of a mixture of both. Ugh. And you know that even <laughs> more than a few people face that that uh, that death, and it even actually shows up in the Bible apparently. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, when a corrupt Jewish priest is killed by the Persians in the Tower of Ashes. When he dies, his family isn't allowed to bury his remains. And that, according to the Bible, uh, was just what he deserved. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, they hmm. were... Uh, that must be Old Testament. <laughs> I'm imagining. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, um, but the they were they were fond they were very fond of um, they were also fond of the triple death so they believed that you you know if you were really bad you deserved to die more than once so that uh, it's essentially like yeah, uh, yeah they would uh, make them essentially die three deaths before they were allowed to stop breathing mm. I wonder if that was symbolic of like mind body spirit yeah it's not it's like they wouldn't actually die but they would go through the agony of death yeah so um you know there was one case where um this woman apparently uh the wife of cyrus the great was uh she had been angered by this man um (laughs) like can you just imagine like everybody oh you angered me triple death for you oh (laughs) God, that's terrible. So, that's like if they gave us power for like one day, like unchecked power. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so And it was a bad day. Like It was a really bad uh, day. So once, uh, so she first had his eyes pulled out of his head. And then once he'd recovered, so they like pulled his eyes out of his head and then nursed him back to health. Mm-mm. Uh, to which afterwards they then flayed him alive. Mm-mm. Uh, and then also nursed him back to health after that, after filleting bits of his skin off, uh, they finally crucified him. Mm. That's a bad way to go, too. I was reading some about crucifixion this week, and that's like really. Like your arms dislocate, and. Uh huh. I think the way that, at least what I read, like. Your arms dislocate, and it's a mixture of, like, starvation and then, like, your lungs filling up with fluid, and that's what kills you. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's not good. Yeah. So that's just a few of the ways that the Persians were just really bad <laughs> with their deaths. Yeah. <laughs> um, none of which I care to ever experience in my life. I would agree with you. Yeah, history is kind of history. People were has, twisted, man. Yes. Yeah. People were pretty were pretty fucked. But um there is uh one force, I guess you could say, that is better at killing us than we are, perhaps, and that is nature. Oh hell yes. Yes. Nature, you scary. Nature, you scurry. Um, so I kind of went a different route, um, because everybody, like, I, I thought about doing, like, medieval torturing and, like, um, things like that, but everybody kind of knows about, like, the Iron Maiden, which, by the way, that wasn't real. Do you, did you know that? 
the Iron Maiden wasn't real? It's not It's not a real torture device. It was based on something that may or may not have been real, but it was actually, like, made up by these guys in the 19th century who, like, were trying to compare, like, how awful um, and bloody and terrible history was uh, at that point um, compared to, like, the contemporary piece and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't, I always it thought wasn't it just, like, real. it was, like, you know, because it punctured you just enough yeah. to, like, cause pain. Yeah. So that they could get answers from it. I think it was based on something that was real, but but it wasn't, I think it was made up in the 19th century. It wasn't like a, supposedly it was used during the Spanish Inquisition, but like it actually isn't a thing. You should Google it. It's very, interesting. very interesting. Um, there's an article about it online. Um, but yeah, so I thought maybe an interesting take would be to look at some of the stranger ways to die in nature. Um, my favorite of which was um, dissolving in a volcanic hot pot. Hot, a what? A hot pocket? A hot pocket? <laughs> a hot pocket? <laughs> dissolving hot in a volcanic hot pocket. I mean, it sounds so much nicer it's when you true, consider though. a volcanic hot pocket. I mean, it, but it's true. Though. I mean, them when fuckers, you heat them in the microwave, do they not feel volcanic? It's fucking death by a fucking hot pocket. I'm going to yeah. tell you what. Yeah. Eat a hot Are pocket you at your you? own risk. God. Put that on the side of that fucking true. I used to, radioactive I used to, like heating pouch that they put in there. So I wouldn't eat hot pockets um, because I was a husky kid and I had a complex at that point Wait, in wait, time. wait, wait, wait. You, you didn't eat hot pockets yes. because you were yes. a husky kid? Yes, so I had a complex. So I would um, get the um, lean pockets. <laughs> they were green, so you knew they are healthy. Uh, yeah. Lean pockets. Lean pockets. It's not as fun. Uh, it's not. Bitch, I was the exact opposite, honey. I, I was a husky kid because of the hot pocket. I mean, I was, I think I'm, I think I'm just a born husky kid, but yeah, no, I would have the lean, the lean pockets and they were just as freaking molten lava hot. So anyway, they lied to me. Um, we really went uh, way over here to the way, left. <laughs> way to the hot pocket land and lean pocket land to pocket land. Um, so pocket podcast. Bring it, bring it, pocket podcast. <laughs> pocket podcast. Pocket podcast is going to be our spinoff series. Um, it'll be 20 minute episodes where we just literally eat hot pockets and talk about our day. How many spinoffs do we have now? <laughs> like probably like eighteen. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Serious, serious. <laughs> it was a pod. You said a pod. A pot. Pot. A pot. So a volcanic hot pot. A volcanic. He, he's trying so hard not to laugh. He a cannot let go. Okay. A okay. Hot pot. hot pot. Yes, it's a pot and it's hot. So, um, basically, like what. What volcanic hot pots are, if you can keep your shit together. <laughs> they're geothermal pools. Um, they're either, they can be either alkaline, um, which is basic for all you basic bitches. There's a science joke I'm just for you. I'm start calling all these basic bitches alkaline. Alkaline. So alkaline. Girl, you are so alkaline. Why is she so alkaline? I'm going to do that. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find a really good pun for the March on Science. Or March for Science. March on Not March Science. On science. Oh Damn. my God. Damn. Damn. I'm against science. I'm going to have to. That, 
that might be the first edit I ever have to do. <laughs> That's true. No, the March for Science. It's a march on Washington for science. Because um, you know our government hates science right now. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of a really good basic pun to make. Like, you know, basic and acidic. Kenny's giving me such a look. I feel like he's I'm so just disappointed. When we went over into the to the science podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the science podcast. No, if anybody has any really good ones, send them to me. Send them to us because I need to represent science clearly. Um. Anyway, so geothermal pools that will burn you to death. Here we go. They can either be um, alkaline or acidic, um, and they're always super, super, super hot. Um, and the water, the water temperatures are always bubbling just below boiling. And apparently, um, there, these geothermal pools appear obviously where there are volcanic, where there's volcanic activity. Um, and apparently like they cited Yellowstone in the article that I was reading about this. Um, and everybody knows that Yellowstone right now, knock on wood, is dormant. But apparently the geothermal system that's beneath it and the geysers and stuff aren't. So that's why, like, people go to Yellowstone National Park and they can, like, get in, like, you know, the um, natural springs that yeah, you can I get heard, in where it's I've heard warm. Those, yeah. um, so it's that, but, like, if those, like, I guess if, if whatever wellspring is feeding that geothermal pool that you're in, like, usually it's, like, a nice, like, 80... 80 degrees or so that you kind of like chill and it's like jacuzzi oh, bubbly temperature. 80 degrees yeah but if for whatever reason like that geothermal system that's feeding that pool is like filling itself for that day like those temperatures can rise quick and then you're in a volcanic hot pot so apparently um in in this other um geyser basin it's called um norris geyser basin this guy fell into it and it was like super like this particular geyser was um had extremely acidic waters and they were super heated um and so he fell in and he got third degree burns like almost immediately which means that all three layers of his skin were basically damaged yeah. first then blackened then leathered yeah um so he basically turned into like the pit of an avocado Ugh. Like, immediately. Um, and his skin basically ripped apart. And his... This is awful. This is this should be terrifying to every husky out there. Hold my hand. Okay, I'm holding. His subcutaneous fat... <gasps> boiled away. Can you imagine... How much... Fat... And we would have boiling. Like I might be good to get out though. It's not, it's not, it's I might not have a little extra out. to get out. I don't know. I don't think so. I so, might have to sacrifice some subcutaneous fat. I love my subcutaneous fat. <laughs> so basically, uh, the only the only positive side of it is that he wouldn't have felt much pain no. because due to the third third degree burns, his nerve endings were burned away like really quickly. So and then the heat of it, like the shock of being like, you know, human beings run at like, what are we, 97.7? What are we? 
what's our 98.7 uh, our, our internal body t- oh. no <laughs> our internal body temperature i like 107.5 but no, that's fine. I, I feel like that is not i feel like you should you shouldn't be 107.5 no um, i think it's 98.7 it's 98 something something i have i have people in my life who understand medicine they're here for this reason. I don't understand anything about it. They keep me alive. I love them for that. High 90s is where you want to be. Right. High 90s is a nice temperate vibe. Yeah. Um, but apparently going from that to going to like hundreds of degrees or whatever um, in this geothermal pool, like apparently he would have just totally blacked out. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So. Was this a younger guy? Because I think I remember reading about. I this. don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like what his. I don't know what his age was. But um, within less than a day, his body, including his skeleton, had just completely dissolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that because I think it was. Uh, uh, I think he was with his sister, and really? I think what happened was he put his toe in. He Why? put his toe in first. They were like off the. I guess I don't want to say like off the grid, but off the. You know, I guess they were doing, they were somewhere they shouldn't have been, essentially. Oh. Um, I mean, clearly, because I'm sure they in. have those things roped off. Yeah, and he, he put his toe in to test it, and I think he, like, slipped and fell in. Um, And what's worse is I think his sister had recorded, like, she was recording on her phone, like, oh recording God. them when it happened. There's a video of it? Yeah, well, it's not, because when I was looking, because when I was reading about that, I think it, um... The police have it. I mean, it's not released or anything like that, but, um, yeah. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. No. Damn, nature, you scary. I mean, for real. Yeah, volcanic hot pots. Stay away from them. Mm -hmm. Hot pockets. That's all you need. Yeah. Not hot pots. Mm -hmm. You don't want it. So, how are we on time? Are we all right? Uh, We're about 45 minutes in. Okay. All right. So I thought it might be fun to, you know, um, when we think of death, we usually think of our death because we're humans and we're self-centered and that's how we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it might be cool to expand our awareness, our consciousness, if you will, to include um, worst ways to die that don't necessarily happen to human beings. Necessarily. Mm. So that's my segue into just really wanting to talk about. Was that about, a segue, Caitlin? It was. Was that really a segue? It was. I just want to talk about the spider wasp. The spider wasp? Yeah. So um, there's this wasp in Costa Rica. I don't know if you've heard of it. There's this wasp in Costa Rica who. Um, Basically, they lay their eggs on the backs of these spiders. And yes, they lay their eggs. And then the somehow the eggs like end up getting into, um, they end up getting into, they lay the eggs on the abdomen. And then the egg hatches. And it becomes attached to the spider and it lives like the baby egg um, or the baby spider, I guess, lives on its abdomen and sucks its blood for nourishment on the spider. 
Okay. Yes. And the spider just totally does its business like normal, and it's just living and chilling. Um, and then at that, like, after that, like, it kind of, the wasp gr- sort of, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, it kind of goes into the spider and, like, mind controls it. And it basically makes the spider, like, weave a cocoon, and it makes the spider, like, do all this shit for it. Like, it basically mind controls, it mind controls zombies, the spider. Okay. And then, like, once all that stuff has been done, the spider crawls to the center of the web and just sits there. And then the larva molts and basically rips the spider apart. Okay. So it kills the the only the article that I read about it was so funny. This quote is hilarious. So it says the larva molts kills the only companion it has ever known, which is so sad. It's so sad. Well, Sucks any remaining useful bits from its corpse and then discards it. What a bitch. Then it builds its cocoon on the web that was custom built for the job. A few weeks later, the adult wasp emerges and flies away, and the cycle starts over. So the mother wasp never comes back to, like, collect no. the babies. No. What a bitch. Yes. I think... And, like, this, the web that the spider weaves when it's, like, all zombified, when the wasp is, like, sucking its blood and stuff, like... Apparently, like, we all know normal spider webs are these intricate designs that are so pretty. Um, But, or at least I think they're pretty. Um, But the webs that spiders weave weave when they have this, like, wasp larva on them, it's basically, like, they just repeat the first few steps over and over. So, basically, it's a really small web that's, like, super reinforced. So, it's not, like, intricate designs. It's basically just, like, a really thick web that's, like, just enough space for the larva to cocoon. That's some shit. Isn't it? It's so sad. Like, I read it and I was just like, oh, man. Like, it's... And this poor spider. Like, I don't think I've ever... I fucking hate wasps. I don't think I've ever... I fucking hate spiders, but, like... I don't think I've ever felt more sorry for a a spider. It's so sad. And I don't even like the sons of bitches. The only companion that's ever known... I'm like, for the larva, but the larva kills its only companion. I know, but it's it's like that it's like that age old story. You know what I'm gonna do? The story of like the scorpion and the turtle or whatever. What mm-hmm. is that? Like the scorpion and the rat what is that? I don't know. The scorpion and It's the... something that can swim real good. Um shit. I don't think a scorpion can swim real no, good. No, haven't you heard it? It's from it's quoted I mean it's quoted all over, but it's also it's in a horror movie. It's like the scorpion and the turtle or the scorpion and something that can swim really good. And it's like the whole point of the, the story. frog? Yes, the scorpion and the frog. The turtle would have a shell. See, the turtle is prepared. But the story of the scorpion and the frog where the um, scorpion asks the frog for a ride over on his back. And the frog says, no, you're going you're gonna to sting me. And then I'm going to die. And the scorpion says, why would I sting you? If, you know, you're giving me a ride. And so the frog says, okay, cool. Um, I'll give you a ride. And then the scorpion gets on the frog's back. And then halfway across the pond, the scorpion stings the frog. And the frog says, why did you do this? And he says, it's just in my nature. It was quoted in some 
movie. It may have even been in Silence of the Lambs. Like, I feel like Hannibal Lecter tells that story. Um, At some point, maybe. Apparently, it's a recent fable. Um, it's in... But was... Re- it essentially just talks about how certain natures just cannot be reformed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, the whole point is the scorpion says it's in his nature. So but, I guess it's in the nature of the wasp larva to just destroy its host. So apparently there is actually a scorpion and the frog. I mean, no, a scorpion and the turtle. Oh, what's that one about? It's actually Persian. Is it where the, it's is actually it, Persian. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it where the scorpion tries to sing the turtle, and then the turtle has a shell, and it's like, bitch, and then it just drops him in the lake, and then he drowns? And then uh, they, it, it very well could be. And then they feed him milk and honey until he shits himself? It very well could be. We're <laughs> fact-checking this right now. A scorpion, being a very poor swimmer, asked a turtle to carry him on his back across a river. Are you mad? exclaimed the turtle. You'll sting me while I'm swimming and I'll drown. My dear turtle, laughed the scorpion. My dear turtle. This sounds like the same story. How does the scorpion laugh? You would drown and I would go down with you. Okay. You're right. Cried the turtle. Hop on. The scorpion climbed aboard and halfway across the river gave the turtle a mighty sting. That's the same story. It is. I told you. I told you it was a thing with the scorpion and the turtle. So I guess it's the same thing. It could either be a frog or it could either... But, but it's Persian. Like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but I feel like... Uh, I mean, how is it... How do you go sting a turtle? He must have got him in the head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't think so. I think, I think maybe he tried to sting the turtle and the turtle was like, bitch. Can't, and just slid him right off his back. Can't trust a damn scorpion. You can't. Or a wasp larva, apparently. Not at all. That's, that's Costa Rica. That kind of reminds me of um, uh, that kind of reminds me of Alien a little bit. You know, where they just like mm-hmm. the host and then it just fucking mm-hmm. explodes out. Well, there's a mushroom. I didn't want to expand it like quite that far to like plant life, but apparently there's like this mushroom thing that I read about many, many years ago. Um, and it is in like a rainforest or something, probably also Costa Rica. But it's a parasitic mushroom that like grows on the back of these grasshoppers and it literally like the the plant, the mushroom, literally grows out of the grasshopper's body. Ooh. Until and the grasshop grasshopper's still alive and like walking around with like yeah, you can like Google pictures and see like the grasshopper's like walking around and it's just got like a mushroom just growing out of its body. Eventually the mushroom gets so big that the grasshopper like explodes or whatever. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, well, I guess it's not funny, but I'm like, I, I, it sort of connects in, back to nature and what I do. But you know, they, um, there are also, uh, there's another uh, really, really horrible death where they, um, uh, that involves bamboo. Mm, the Persians? So, no, this isn't this this in the Persians. It's, this it's is just, the Persians. Um, I think... I think it has every terrible death. I'm just gonna be like, did the Persians do that? I think was it, that the Persians? No, I think it <laughs> has. Um, I think this has a. Uh, I think this started in China. I could be wrong. I don't know. But from what I read, is um, uh, they would take the person and put them above a bamboo, sh- like above a baby, like bamboo shoot, mm-hmm. and they would secure them there because bamboo is known to grow like really super fast Hmm. and that's where and and the bamboo shoot would like grow 
through the person? Through the person. Oh, fuck that. And it would grow through the person, essentially up, up, up their, their anal cavity, most likely. Oh, so it was like a Vlad the Impaler type of situation, kind but of, with bamboo but instead of But with bamboo, steaks. and it's nature, like, growing through you. That's awful. Yeah, so I want to be a tree when I die, but not before <laughs> I die. Is the thing coming back as a coming back as a bamboo shoot? Fuck, that would suck. I guess. Well, that could lead into. um, So, how would you want to be? How would you want to like after you after we we've we died our horrible deaths, right? um, How do you want to be memorialized? (laughs) You said. do you know, I've seen where some people would do those, um, like a glass, or they'll take your sphere, or they'll take your ashes and mix them into like a glass mm-hmm. orb mm-hmm. and like... Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really cool. And um, I'm into that? I'm into that, but I'm scared that my soul would be trapped in the glass sphere. I love that. I'm not trying to be trapped for all of eternity in glass sphere, though, honey. Like, waiting on my ancestors who'd probably treat it like a prized relic to fucking drop it so I can be free. Jesus. No. It's I, like a pork I, crux. I want to be... I want to be planted. Um, I want to be put into one of those little cups that turn into trees. I want to do that. I mean, I, whatever it is... Yeah, whatever it is, I want to be buried in the ground. Like I want to, I want my nitrogen and all of the energy that I, you know, have borrowed during my time on Earth. When I'm done with it, I want that to go back into the Earth, into the womb, and nourish, you know, life on Earth and nourish trees. So you trees want your and, energy to be you take the energy that you have and give it yeah. back to Mother. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the way it's supposed to be. I've kind of been, I've always been uncomfortable with things that aren't quite that. I mean, basically, every, I believe that every bit of energy is recycled and, and spun back into the earth. I think that what we, what makes up our world is woven together, is, is lots of energy strands that have just been reused and reused and reused, woven together. Um, to create reality. So I think, you know, everybody even, everybody's energy eventually is recycled. But, um, yeah, I think I'm in the ground. In the dirt. In the dirt. In the dirt. Taking a dirt, dirt nap. And we'll be in the dirt. What about you? Um, I don't know. I always thought it would be cool. Like, I've always been a little weird about, like, the whole idea of donating your body to science. But, like, at the same time, I thought, damn, I would want to be, like, it would kind of be cool to be, like, plasticized in, like, the, uh, yeah. the um, like, the body exhibits that they do. And yeah. I just want to just be, like, this really, like, <laughs> really creepy, like, And here we have system. the husky. And here we have the history of the husky. And I've got a Hot Pocket <laughs> in my hand. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm Perfect. just eating a Hot Pocket. Perfect. 
That that's how I would go. you're burning yourself on a hot pocket I'm, yeah, I'm for all of a hot eternity. Pocket and it just shows and then that's how they talk about like heat transfer and like <laughs> how burns work, you know what I mean? There you on go. On the body. And yeah. then I would educate people. The thing is, like, I really want to go to the body exhibit, but also I'm convinced that like whoever made it is a serial killer. Probably. One hundred percent a serial killer. It's fascinating. I'm intrigued. But have we have we checked on came up with that because you know maybe just look into the background a little bit make sure there's not any yeah the only thing about that is please i would just be really mad if they just put me in like a position that was like not me like don't put me on like a fucking horse do they dress you like a hipster because you're from like this era and time yeah that'd be they give you a man bun i'd have to have very specific instructions on how i want to be displayed i wonder if they allow you to like be that choosy about it maybe who knows they probably do because then when you're dead it doesn't matter anyway we can do whatever exactly. we want sir <laughs> so that's interesting yeah yeah so there you have it folks all the horrific brutal mm-hmm. metal ways mm-hmm. in which you can just Fucking die on this earth. Fucking die in ways <laughs> and that not even have. yeah, and not even like <laughs> and not even all the ways because we could yeah, literally no. make this into like a thirty-seven part episode. I'm we sure. literally can make a podcast just about this. Like this is a deep dark hole that you can fall into if you want to. If you want to Google Google around on the interwebs, like it's and who knows we might revisit it someday in the future. Maybe maybe part, there might be a part two. Who knows. Mm, but we're talent, so we can just keep coming up with different things. So don't expect <laughs> it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us on this evening. Thank or you for listening. Whatever it is. But right now it's evening, as always. And it's dark. It's always evening in the Haunted Heart Podcast Studio. And it's always lit by candlelight. That's true. So follow us. Follow us on social media. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, we're not on Twitter that much, but we're on there if you want to follow us. Um, we YouTube are for kicking those around. Yes, YouTube. If you're listening at work, I hear you. I see you listening. Thank you. Great. Plug into your computer. Do not unplug your headphones because you will get fired from your job. Uh-huh. We um, don't want that. No. Um, rate us. Review us. Come hang out with us on social media. We really want to hear from you guys. Um, We're going to get the Facebook group up and running. Um, There has been some interest in that. Um, Let us know if it's something that you would be interested in, um, in joining a Facebook group, which you kind of chat with us on there. We'd both be on there, obviously, and active. Um, Hang out with us on Instagram. Hell yes. We, we just posted, um, for those of you who haven't listened to episode five, you should definitely go back and listen to episode five, but we actually posted a little field trip that we did to um, the hotel that we discussed in part of episode five as part mm-hmm. of one of the cases that we covered there. So that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. So hang out with us. We we want to hear from you. Please. Please. <laughs> please be our friend. Please. <laughs> we want to come play with us. We want to talk about death and cool shit. So, anyway, thank you for listening. And as always, stay... What is it today? Is it creepy? Spooky? I think it changes every episode. It does. It does change. So, um, how about... How about stay... Morbid? 
I like it. All right. All right. Count of three. One, two, three. Stay morbid. How do I stop this fucking thing? Eh. Uh. <laughs>